Good morning, everyone, and welcome to The Morning Show. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. And happy new month, June 1st already, and I'll say it, summer's here. Summer is here. Mm-hmm. Summer is here. Yep. A couple uh, June 1st milestones. 1980, CNN came on the air, becoming the first 24-hour news network. Do you remember that? Back in the day when it was a uh, news, news network. Now it's just... Uh, Talking people and op-eds. You know the uh, first story? Their first Yeah, I do. It was about... uh, No. (laughs) It was about the attempted assassination of Vernon Jordan. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Also, 50 years ago today, the Eagles released their uh, self-titled album. The Eagles. The Eagles. And uh, all four members of that band originally were... um, in Linda Ronstadt's band. No kidding. And uh, formed in 1971. Yeah, how about that? Imagine wow. the Eagles were Linda Ronstadt's band. Hmm. And uh, how about that? And they're still, are they still touring? I think so. Weren't they here last year? I'm not sure. I think they might have been at uh, Pine Knob last year. Hmm. Oh, it was Kansas. Oh, okay. here, well, same thing. Yeah. Well, June 1st, summer. Um, it's National Running Day. Are you going to run today? No, but I felt like I ran <laughs> last night. National Milk Day, too, which is a refreshing drink after you run. <laughs> um, today for National Running Day, the Grass Lake Farmer's Market is having a special running day uh, event. You will do a three-mile group run through the Farmer's Market. And Slim Nichols will be performing tonight from uh, 6.30 to 8.30. Farmer's Market every Wednesday in downtown Grass Lake. Well, you know, we um, have two major stories, COVID and Ukraine. Well, three, the, the shootings. I mean, shootings, the yeah, shootings. The, the mass shootings um, that, that haven't stopped, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott declared a state of emergency in Valdi, um yesterday, one week. Took a week. Um, it's the 100th day of the Ukraine war, and the pandemic continues in... Michigan, there were uh, 184 uh, school outbreaks last week. Good thing school gets out pretty soon. Yeah, good thing school so. gets out soon. But yeah, you're right. The news has been just devastating ac- across mm-hmm. the country. And I don't like watching the news about the school shootings, but I feel like, you know, you you owe it to the families and victims to, uh, uh, you know, find out what happened. And it seems like the, the story out of Texas is just getting... Uh, worse and worse with the response, um, you know, what really happened, um, you know, were police inside that building with the shooter and then he was in 75 minutes after that, if the police don't want to come in, which I know police are, are trained to go right after the shooter. I mean, we've had, we've talked, we talked to law enforcement mm-hmm. on uh, every news network after every shooting and they tell us what is supposed to happen. Yeah. So, um, but it's scary, very scary and you have the parents would have ran right in there, you know. Well, you would have, I would have. Yeah, we all would have. It's, it's, uh, it's a, just an awful situation, and nothing is going to bring back those uh, lives that were lost. No. Yeah, really, since Columbine, the um, protocol changed. First one there. If you're the only one, you're yeah. the police, you run in no matter what. So we'll um, see uh, probably for weeks um, the stories uh, emerging from Uvalde, uh, the, the door 
propped open, then it was not propped open, then it was closed. Yeah, police have, I think the latest, police have confirmed that that uh, teacher propped that door open to go get some food out of her car, saw the car accident with the shooter, came back inside and called 911. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, a lot going on there. And at the end of the day, these are, this is an elementary school and um, staff, so it's, you know, we expect everyone to be perfect all the time, and uh, it's just, it's, it's tough. Uh, the uh, Mackinac Policy Conference uh, happening, and yesterday Crane sat down with Governor Gretchen Whitmer and asked her about that gas tax. The Senate passed a uh, gas tax holiday, three-month holiday, expected to go to the House and get approved, and the governor said, she told Cranes, she's taking a serious look at this. So that means it's, it's likely. Yeah, gas so. is up a uh, dollar sixty over uh, this time last year, mm -hmm. and you know you just you just went on a two-hour drive. It, it, it's a full tank, right? Mm -hmm. And then that full tank is costing a lot of money. I think the question is, is okay. So we're going to get used to this for three months. Gas is probably going to be at an all-time high in August, so we're going to get used to a low payment. Going to have to pay for it with other funds from something else, and uh, and then in August going to jump back up. So I don't know. We, we'll see what happens. I do know that some immediate savings would help uh, Michiganders, but um, you know, I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what this will do long term. Hmm. We've got a big happening in uh, Great Britain. I don't know if you pay attention to what's happening across the pond, I don't. but it's the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, which means she's been uh, the, the matriarch, the, the highness of the the country of the empire for 75 years. It's amazing. Yeah. Is that right? 75 years? Platinum? Yeah, feels about yeah. right. Uh, so there are all kinds of, 70 years, I'm sorry, 70 years. Sorry, Your Highness. Uh, Heinz is celebrating. They've um, introduced a special condiment for the Jubilee. And actually two of them, Ooh. Salad Queen and uh, HM. It's short for uh, Her Majesty. Well, that looks yes. nice. Salad Queen is actually, it's the same thing Britain has been using for years. It's, you know what it is? Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Really? Yeah, but in uh, the Great Britain, and the HM sauce, it's like Worcestershire sauce or A1 sauce. They love it over there. They eat it like crazy. They put it on everything because their food's so bad. Uh, normally, um, it's not yes. Salad Queen, it's Salad Cream. Oh, and sandwich cream, same thing. It's like mayonnaise and miracle. You know, you can't get ranch dressing in Australia. No. Yeah, it's true. Really? Well, Fact. that's why Americans just wouldn't go there. Fact, and uh, it's very expensive. Now you don't like mayonnaise. If it was called salad cream, uh, would you like it? <laughs> no, no, it's uh, it's it's still it's still gross. It's still gross. I was with someone yesterday, and the only thing they got on their burger was a was mayonnaise. Where? Which was weird. Where? I don't know. Monday. Really? Just yeah. mayonnaise? Oh, Actually, mayonnaise? Just Monday. Yeah. Just mayonnaise and cheese? Huh? Yeah, okay. Good. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Not for me. Not for <laughs> me, but that's okay. Um, do you remember, uh, Brandon will remember this, in the late 90s, Mongolian barbecue opened in Ann Arbor? Oh, people couldn't get uh, near the place. Oh my God. It was the first place that was nice where you could go back for more. <laughs> and it was Mongolian, so it was fancy. Yeah. So I remember when this opened. It opened in 1994 in Ann Arbor. It's still open, isn't it? No. No? No, they've closed after 28 years. No. Yes, they have closed. And um, there's a sign on the building 
that says that um, the structure is declared unsafe for human occupancy <laughs> or use. But uh, no, that was the that was the place, and I think you even took us there on a special occasion or two. We loved it. We loved it because you could go get more. You get raw food, you carry it around, you give it to somebody, they cook it. I hate places like that. <laughs> uh, but it was, yeah, it was weird. Uh, I think Brandon, you mentioned prom. Um, yeah, it was kind of like the first, especially when you when you lived in Jackson, like that, that concept was, uh, it was far out, mm -hmm. so it was cool. Wow. But Close. you can't go there anymore. You have to go somewhere else. Well, no, because there, there, there was one in East Lansing. I think there's the, one in Okemos. I, but no, uh, I'm just reporting on the uh, Ann Arbor store this morning. Uh, I know you went golfing. Uh, Memorial Day? Memorial Day, I went golfing. Lucky you. Uh, golf is at its all-time high. Last year, 37.5 million Americans played golf. Wow. Newcomers in golf, 3.2 million. How many? 3.2 million. That's a lot of folks. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Um, while we're sticking on golf, uh, you know, a lot of people have been wondering if any of the PGA Tours are going to jump to the Saudi League that is run by Greg Norman while the first uh, big name has committed, and that is Dustin <gasps> Johnson. No. Yes, your favorite golfer, Dustin wow. Johnson. So he looks to be the first big name to uh, jump ship and leave the PGA Tour. He was listed in the field for the first uh, Live Golf event, which is next week. And according to his agent, he's been contemplating the opportunity for the past few years and ultimately decided it was his and his best interest to pursue it. Now there's 50 guys. Guess what the winner gets? Four million dollars. I'd play in that too. All about money. A couple other names that you may have heard of. Sergio Garcia, Taylor Gooch, Martin Keimer, Chase Kepka, Brooks is uh, not as successful younger brother. Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, um, and it could impact the PGA Tour because there's some future Ryder Cup captains on that list that may no longer be in good standing with the uh, PGA and European Tour. We shall well, see. I'm fine with Ian Poulter going. I know, you've never liked I, Ian. I do not like Ian Poulter. Yeah, no. I know you don't, so you won't but miss Will him. they be able to come back to the PGA Tour? I don't know, we shall see. Majors, maybe. Uh, but uh, I can see the PGA Tour banning Dustin Johnson from all sanctioned events. Uh, poor career move, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. You got a, he's mid-30s. He's already won a, a major or two. Um, got the opportunity to set your uh, family up for generations to come with a couple wins. And, uh, you know, why not? Supporting a country that just kills people at random. Yeah. Uh, today's show being brought to you by Vermeulen's Home Furnishings, and summer is here. Time maybe to uh, do do a redo. Maybe your patio, your patio. living room. Yeah, Vermeulen's takes pride in helping people furnish their homes with comfortable, brand name furniture at affordable prices since 1925. Uh, longer than the Queen That's has right. been a sitting lot longer on her throne. 2105 West Michigan Avenue in Jackson. Vermeulen's helping bring the morning show to you today. The Rose Parade is coming up and it is already this. Is it Sunday already? This Sunday. Oh my gosh, it's already Sunday, mm -hmm. June 5th, downtown Jackson, presented by Art Main and uh, starts at Blackstone Street and will go through and finish by consumers. And that's the same parade route that uh, the Christmas Parade takes and we'll have that for you live on JTV and uh, YouTube Live. Here's the latest supply chain uh, shortage. You were talking about Mexican pizza at Taco Bell a few days ago. Mm -hmm. 
Well, uh, good luck getting it because Taco Bell said they're having a hard time. Really? Yes. Uh, they just don't uh, have the staples that go in it. Staples go in it? <laughs> what goes in it? I don't know. Also, um, popcorn, this is hard to believe. So the movies are back. The popcorn industry isn't ready for it. Really? Yeah. And not only the popcorn, uh, there's a shortage of the bags and tubs of the, uh, and the cups. Really? Yes. I, and I noticed when I was at whatever it's called, not GKC. Uh, Jackson 10? No, Jackson 10. Um, they were using unmarked cups, and the movie theaters are buying cups um, just from anywhere they can find them, and they're going to encourage people to bring in their own tubs, which is disgusting. That is disgusting. Because I've seen it, the person behind the counter takes the tub right from the person and just dips it into the popcorn machine, so contaminating the whole place. That's disgusting. It is. That is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's get to uh, some scores. Our Extreme Dodge scoreboard brought to you by Extreme Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. And uh, it was a busy night. The, uh, the whole crew was at the Selby Track and Field Classic, thanks to our entire staff for uh, being out there. Baseball, Lumen Christie 6, Napoleon 1, Michigan Center 9, Concord 8 was Madison over Grass Lake and Springport over Waldron in two games. Over in softball, Springport 17, Vermontville 0. Napoleon beat Hanover 3-2. Hudson over Columbia, Concord over Litchfield. Quincy and Michigan Center split. And uh, we have all the Selby track results on our website. Jackson High won three events, the three relay events for the boys. Uh, we have the full results. There's uh, Madison Osterberg. She won the mile. Western girls won three relays. It was uh, it was an awesome night. Um, we had a we had a fun time. It was a just a great night. Great athletes. And you were there the whole time, Bart. Which was yeah, fun. If you missed it, uh, if you weren't there in person, a watch today on JTV. Yeah, we're gonna hopefully get that on at seven o'clock today. It's it's a lot. It's a lot of work to get that back oh, on. Okay. We're gonna we're gonna hopefully get that on at seven. We will have it on Thursday and Friday at 7 o'clock as well, and it'll be available on our website as uh, soon as our production team is done putting that together. It is a, uh, a lot of work, but it was a fun night. Here's what's coming up on deck for today, June 1st. Columbia's at Onstead, Harper Creek at Lumen, and Penfield at Northwest in softball, and then girls' soccer districts. At Charlotte, nor Northwest versus Western at Stockbridge. You got Columbia Central and Stockbridge. And then D4 at Lansing Christian, Grass Lake, and Lumen Christie will play at 7 o'clock. And that's on deck in our scores. Brought to you by Extreme Dodge. The morning show is brought to you by Homesteady, a full-service, one-stop shop for all your home's needs. Homesteady provides warranty, seasonal maintenance, and handy man service. They'll do anything. All their service efforts will make your home feel cared for with a dedicated service team you can trust. Everything from electrical, plumbing, drywall, painting, your honey to-do lists, and more. Do you have one of those to-do jars? Yeah, it just is always filled. Transparent pricing, convenient scheduling, experienced and trusted technicians. Homesteady, 833-496-9400.
Hey, we've got a great show coming up. Our first guest, Tiki Sam, is here in family. Yes, we'll be right back after this break. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Big weekend of events, including Paws in the Park. Last year it moved downtown, so it's staying downtown. They had such a great time. And it's a two-day event now. Starts Friday and continues into Saturday. A lot of great features, including an annual 5K run, a one-mile walk, kids' doggy dash, shows by the canine stars. These are pets rescued from shelters, and then uh, they're trained, and they do an incredible show. And they'll be doing three shows, so Friday and Saturday, both days. Vendors, food, and more. Pause in the park this weekend in downtown Jackson. Our next guests are from Tiki Sam's Pizza. Sam himself, Sam DeRocher, and Shelly DeRocher and Cindy Balderman. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hey, thanks, Bart. Thank you. Nice to see you. Good morning. And it's a family affair. And it is. This is your family. Yes. It is, yeah. How are you all related? So this is my sister, Shelly, okay. uh, and this is my sister-in-law, Cynthia. Cindy. <laughs> and that's just some of the family working oh, at yeah. Yeah. T.T. Sam's. Yeah, for sure. Who else? So my son, Maximus, uh, you know him. Uh, and uh, my daughter, Savannah, my wife, Julie, my daughter, Jasmine. Yeah, so we, yeah, Alyssa. Um, yeah, we've got the whole crew. Nice. Yeah. So you all just wanted to jump in and help? Or? With both feet, Bart. Uh-huh. Yep. Cindy and I are both recareering from the educational field, and we had a chance to go with Sam to Las Vegas to the International Pizza Expo, where we really just caught the bug that he has cultivated for six years now. So um, we feel passionate about what we're going to be doing in Horton and with our mobile units. Um, we want to make great pizza and be kind. That's right. <laughs> and that's a, it has been uh, quite a, a road to where you are, uh, especially during COVID. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of risks yeah. opening a restaurant <laughs> in a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it was a long, was it a long time plan? It's, it wasn't a long time plan, Bart. I, I drove by that restaurant daily. It's, it's on my drive from home. Mm-hmm. Um, I drove by that store every day, and I saw it sit empty for almost a year. And uh, I finally said, you know, I just, I get so bored in the winter because you can't really operate the food truck during the summer or during the winter. And uh, I was just like, oh, I'm itching for something to do, and I love making pizza, you know that. And uh, so I saw that store, and I'm like, you know, maybe I'll just call and you know, see if, what my options are. And, uh, you know, they called me on Shelly's birthday, actually, yeah. and uh, said, hey, that store's open if you're interested. And I'm like, yeah, I'm interested. So here we are today. Awesome. Yeah. Cindy, did you have to go to all the uh, training and the pizza conventions uh, as well? Yeah, I attended the pizza convention. Um, I've really been working on the food truck and with Sam the whole time since, we, since he started it. So. Yep. 
You've been there all along. Mm -hmm. So you two transitioned from education. I think there's quite a few teachers in the family. Yeah. And you transitioned from another career. Yeah, technology. I was in tech for 17 years. And uh, really, Bart, here's the thing, man. In technology, you know, you're just fixing computers. Say, hey, my printer won't print. Uh, <laughs> I can't get my email. And nobody's ever happy to see the IT guy. They're always happy to see the pizza guy. That's right. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Well, I think everyone's seen Tiki Sam at some event. You've been at virtually everything, all the food truck events yeah. and a lot of fairs and, and festivals. And we all know you've got the longest line of people at your, your, your trailer than any of the others. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, we, I, I tell you, Bart, I feel, I feel really um, fortunate that uh, the people of Jackson have supported us from day one. Um, the, the little, I don't know if you remember that first little trailer I had, it was just like a single axle. I could only cook two pizzas at a time. And we just thought, this is the coolest thing ever. We're gonna get out there. And our first big event was Art Beer and Wine over at Ella Sharp. Mm -hmm. And we got over there and, <laughs> you know, here we are, we're thinking, this is gonna be awesome. We're gonna feed the world pizza and this is gonna be awesome and great. And we got over there and we just got our tails kicked. Um, because we didn't expect that much support and that much um, outpouring. Um, and we made so many pizzas that day, and we just walked home thinking, man, this is, this is it. And the second thought was, we need a bigger oven. <laughs> so Yeah, it's because there's been an evolution. You started with the trailer, you improved, increased, you grew, you added. Yeah. And now, now what bricks and mortar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, Shelly, um, you also drove by this uh, place on Horn, on uh, Moscow Road, uh, which had been uh, a national chain pizza restaurant that didn't make it. Did you have any hesitation at all thinking that, well, we can do it? That's a good question. I, I think that uh, initially I might have wondered a little bit about um, demographics and a little bit more of the business side of things. But then as soon as I started to see the support that Sam has generated in the community, the love that he has been able to cultivate, I really became excited and without hesitation, I wanted to jump in completely. And I always knew when Sam talked about having a pizza business, it was always not if Sam, when. And so I was really excited when he transitioned from IT to pizza. And I think this location is going to be incredible. Um, it, it's, it's a, it can be a destination. And you know, that's really, Bart, what we hope to do. We know we make a great pizza. We know we can feed people. But what we want to do is we want to become part of the fabric of your lives. We want to make memories. We want to feed you. We want to feed your belly. We want to feed your soul. <laughs> yeah, I agree with destination. Uh, I, went and it's off you came my to this event right here. i yeah. came to that event and max uh now when he was in high school was this planned to go into pizza so so max no i don't know that max ever planned to go into pizza but i'll tell you this max um max wanted to be here today but he he uh <laughs> you only got room for the three of us in fact we booted your son right out of here but uh anyway max wanted to come today but he will he will be here again because Max is still part of the U.S. Pizza team, mm -hmm. and um, he's uh, he is he is jumping into this with both feet. 
and he and is both hands. and mm. both hands. Yeah. Uh, Max is really good at what he does, and we're super excited to have him as part of our team out there. Um, and uh, yeah, he'll be out there most days. You can pop out and see him. He'll be spinning dough and making pizza and That's the doing signature. dishes. Very yeah, good. so we're offering a bunch of different styles of pizza at this shop. Most people know us for our wood-fired pizza. Um, and what we're going to be offering here, you can see all three of them right there. Uh, we're going to be offering New York. We're going to offer slices every day from 11 to 3. Um, so you can stop in and pick a slice, and uh, we'll, we'll get it heated back up for you. And then, uh, hey, there's Aaron the Bread guy. <laughs> well, we were talking about yeah, that. Um, New York style. When you walk into a New York pizza place, they've got pizza cut and sliced or yep. the whole pie sitting under glass. Mm -hmm. And what happens, Cindy? And then we um, ask what kind they want, or they tell us what kind they want, and we um, stick it in the oven and warm it up for them so they have a nice warm piece of pizza. And it's super hot. Yeah. And then what do you do with it? Yep. Oh, yeah. We want to see you fold, fold that yeah, pizza. Yeah, you got to <laughs> do the pizza fold in order to eat it properly. Yes. <laughs> you added a new kind of pizza with the store. So, yeah, we've added two kinds. Well, the New York is new to us. Uh, we've been doing wood-fired, and wood-fired cooks super fast. Yeah, Small. like it's, and it's smaller. It's a 12-inch pie. Uh, the, the New York, the, the slice is 10 inches. We're doing 20-inch pies. They're huge. You saw them. I know. They're, yeah, they're huge, they're just like New York. They're enormous. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And we, we want to replicate that experience. And so we're doing those. Then we're also doing a Chicago tavern crust. And the tavern crust is uh, super crunchy. It's like a cracker. Um, and we're also doing our own sausage, and we're doing our own house-made jardinera. It's like a, I call it, I call it Chicago relish, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's delicious. It's it's got all kinds of delicious stuff in it, and uh, so we're doing that. And then we're also, we talked about this last year. We're bringing in our Detroit style, and those are going to blow everybody away. Well, you had planned. Uh, to have a Detroit style trailer or yeah, truck. truck yeah. Is that still? That is still in the works, Bart. We've got so much going on right now <laughs> in our lives, and that is still in the works. It's taking a little longer, but I think when people see the final product, um, because you saw the pictures, it's a 64 Chevy. It's a yeah. pizza hot rod, baby. It's awesome. And, well, uh, the question I think on everyone's mind is when are you going to open this place? Well, we're super excited about that because we're opening next Monday. Awesome. Yep, out on Horton Road, yep. or out on Moscow, Moscow Road. Moscow Road, and uh, beautiful downtown Horton. Uh, Shelly, what's your favorite pizza? My favorite pizza is a classic pepperoni with mushrooms. How about you, Cindy? I like the Honey Love. That's one of our um, favorite pizzas for a lot of people. It has pepperoni and Mike's Hot Honey, and it's just a little bit of sweet and a little bit of zing to your pizza, so my, people love it. My favorite, too. Sam, yours? Uh, it's got to be Supreme. Mm. Supreme with a uh, on a Detroit style yeah. crust. Yeah. You guys are going to be busy. Yes. We I hope think so. so. Yep. The pizza is awesome, and those of you that had it, you know, and I'm sure uh, you're going to be very excited to visit in person starting Monday. What are your hours going to be? So they sound a little convoluted, but uh, I think when people kind of understand what we're doing, so we're going to be closed on Sunday. Um, on Monday, we'll be open from 11 to 3. Uh, that's for the lunch. Uh, because we want to have Monday through Friday, 11 to 3 will be the slice counter will be open and we'll have lunch available for people in the surrounding area, the community, the guys across the street, that kind of thing at Lomar. Um, and then uh, on Saturdays and Fridays and Saturdays will be open later until uh, 10. And then on, uh, on Saturdays we won't open until 3 though. So um, it'll, 
but we'll have it all on our Google page. You all right, well, that's for now because the gas out. station uh, right next to them uh, just went 24 hours, so yep. that's next for you guys. Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Thanks, appreciate <laughs> Thank it. Thank you so much. From Tiki Sam's Pizza in Horton, Sam DeRocher, Shelly DeRocher, and Cindy Balderman. Uh, stay with us up next on the morning show, Chris Giannetti. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. It's time now in the morning show for Jackson Public Schools' Believe the Hype with Chris Giannetti. I'm Chris Gianetti. I am the Jackson Public Schools Assistant Superintendent of Communications. And today I am here with parents, Warren and Mia Johnson. Good Welcome. Morning. Hello. So you guys are longtime graduates, and I understand we're also in a bit of royalty with you as well. Is that correct? That is correct. <laughs> yes. That is correct. So tell me about that. <laughs> well, long, long time ago, back in 1999, I uh, was voted homecoming king. Oh, and, wow. Uh, so. And you graduated in 1999 as well? Uh, no. No. <laughs> no, I did not. I graduated in 94. Yeah. And so you guys have three kids, correct? Correct. Okay, so tell me about your kids. You're, they're all here at JPS. So we still have two here at JPS, and then our older son, Jalen, graduated in 2012. Okay, and now where are the next two? They're twins, I understand, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. The girls are here, um, loving it. They're thriving, doing well. Yeah. Yeah, they graduate this year. Are they taking any extracurricular classes or doing any dual enrollment? We've always taught them to do as much as they can. So one twin does um, cheer, band, basketball, track, um, and she's out at the Career Center. JROTC. Yep, JROTC. And the other twin, she does dual enrollment, track, basketball, She's the vice president yeah. um, of her class, student, so student government, um, National Honor Society, what else? Yeah, and then they have other extracurricular activities outside of here that they also participate in. So as hard as parents, like we have to tag team and divide and conquer a lot. I bet. It sounds like they're super busy. So what do you both do for a living? Warren, what, what is your job? I work for the city of Jackson. I'm a police officer. Okay, and are you also, you're also one of the liaison officers yes. for here yep, at currently. Jackson High? Yep. yep. Okay, and what about you? So I work for um, Jackson County Intermediate School District, and I used to work for um, Jackson Public Schools, but then um, the ISD, they took over for special education. So I worked here for um, Jackson Public Schools for years, and then once um, some of our um, classrooms are still housed in a lot of the buildings, but I work out at Lyle Torrent, which I love. Um, I go to school, I'm, I'm graduating also this year to be an interpreter for the deaf. So, and then I coached basketball um, at Parkside, middle school at Parkside for a lot of years. And although I miss it, my schedule is extremely busy and I can't do it anymore. 
Well, it sounds like you guys are very busy and certainly are living busy lives. Tell me about how you decided. I mean, obviously, it sounds like you both had a good career at Jackson Public Schools yourselves, but what made you as parents want to choose Jackson Public for your children? It was pretty much a no-brainer. I mean, we went here. Our parents come through uh, JPS. Um, my sister, I mean, so it's kind of like a no-brainer. We were going to send them here. Mm -hmm. I think for me, um, like he said, it was a no-brainer, but why not? I mean, this is a melting pot. It, it's, it's like I want my kids to see here what is out in the world. You have every ethnicity. It mirrors what they're going to see once they get out in the real world. I don't want them to see all of one race, all of one culture. I want them to see what they're going to see when they get out in the real world. And that's what they get here at Jackson Public Schools. I think we do celebrate diversity and culture here a lot. Um, what, In terms of their education, what were some of the uh, points that you thought, oh, we definitely have to go here because they have this? Um, on paper, hands down. That's the best. <laughs> I don't care anybody across the board. Like you cannot compare us to anything else, hands down. Yeah, I've heard that. You know, with the dual enrollment and the early yeah. college and the AP courses, and I, I think it even goes beyond that with the regular classes too. There's a lot of variety in the types of classes that you can take. Um, so, as far as involvement in the school, do you all volunteer or do you try to stay away because your kids don't want them to? I hear a lot of that too. <laughs> that I'm not allowed to set foot in the building. <laughs> Well, me a volunteer, like with the band, Kai being in band, and she, she's running concessions and whatnot. I'm just at the game cheering. Um, but we're, we're always in the building. Of course, I'm here like right now as a liaison officer. And prior to that, I would just stop in, check on them, see how they're doing. And we, we've just always been involved. Yeah. What do you think the, um, the biggest thing about your job as a liaison officer does for JPS? Like, what, what's your role? Uh, resource, mm -hmm. definitely resources. Um, kids have a problem, obviously they can come talk to me. Um, we've had, we've, I'm just, again, the, the biggest thing is resources. Mm -hmm. um, they got problems at home, they, they need food, they need uh, shelter, whatever we have, those resources we can tap into and, and provide that for the kids. You think the relationships are really important. Definitely. We also value the relationship that we have with the Jackson Police Department. Right. So there are a lot of things in the community that happen on a daily basis mm -hmm. that people don't even realize. Absolutely. And you know, we have you know, seven elementary schools, a yep. middle school, a high school, an online school, and so a lot of times there's community activity that affects the school day. Mm -hmm. And I personally work with, you know, the Jackson Police Department on a lot of those things and it's 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 really a strong relationship. We, we understand what you're trying to do and you understand what we're trying to do and I think having a, a liaison officer is a huge step into working with the community, I really do. So thank you for that, that really is important to us. And like you said, building relationships, that's key too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree too. So have you guys made some great relationships with your kids' friends here and, and some of your uh, own friendships? Yeah. Absolutely. Not only our kids' friends, but um, a lot of the, the principals, the teachers, you know, the parapros, when they say community, where community comes together, it literally took a village. Mm -hmm. And they are all, <clears throat> excuse me, a part of our village. You know, we wouldn't have the emotional support and stability that we have in our girls or our son if it had not been for the community that we built here.
-hmm. You know, we started out with us and the foundation that we built with our church family and then it just grew and it flourished and now we look back and we were like, thank God. Yes. <laughs> like, Absolutely, and I mean that wholeheartedly. Like, I could just go on and name names for days of the people that just stepped in and helped out from schools and band and other things that just went on in their lives. And someone always showed up. I think that's really important. I think that where the community comes together is truly not just a tagline for us. Mm -hmm. And I think whether you work here, I sent children here, you've sent children here, you've gone here. And in that time period, there's just a, you know, just a feeling that we're all in this together, right? Yeah. And that our ultimate goal is to provide the best education we can for students with the support of parents. And mm -hmm. I, I think your your points about being supportive parents are really important. So so before we end, do you have any piece of advice? So, so we have a parent who's just about to enter into kindergarten or young fives with their child or they are switching districts. Do you have any just one golden piece of advice that you would like to give them? Um, yeah, I would say uh, get your kids involved in everything, sports, academically, whatever, whatever the kid wants to do, get involved and that's going to help them succeed. Right. Definitely. Get involved, um, become a part as a parent, you should want your child to succeed. And that starts at home. It starts at home, bottom line. I agree, yeah, and you know, our mass communication system is something that we use, and we know sometimes we're reaching you Sunday night, and, and you know, I always tell my principal, sometimes Sunday night people are like, oh. I just don't want to deal with this right now. So we put it in writing rather yeah. than this long phone call, right? You know, and, and everybody wants to get their information the way they want to get it. Right. So, you know, I'm right. a text person, text me. But if you have something I need to do, it needs to be emailed because that's my to-do <laughs> list, right? You know, so I, I think it's important to to say that, that, you know, we really do try to communicate a lot with the families and, and family support is huge to us. And mm -hmm. so I would like to thank you both for, you know, not only sending your kids to JPS, but being involved. And we hope that this is not it for you guys, right? So, um, you know, I know you have two graduating this year and I'll see you on the field, but um, I hope you continue a long relationship with JPS long yeah. after that. We, we still have some family yeah, we, here. We you won't be around. There you go. Yeah. Yep. We will still be here cheering. We always will have kids here. Yes. Always. Great. Well, Warren, Mia, thank, thank you very you. much for joining us. Thank you. And thank you uh, go Vikings. Go Vikings. Go Vikings. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show on JTV. Today's show is brought to you by Jumpstart Nutrition and Energy, and it's a place for high energy and good vibes. They serve protein shakes, energy teas, loaded protein coffees, and so much more. They're healthy bartenders keeping you entertained while serving the best to you. Located at 1220 West Parnell Road in the Parnell Road Plaza. And welcome back to you. Well, thank you very much. I took a little <laughs> break. Yeah. Our uh, next guests are from Source Plus President Joe Sharp and Accountant Marketing Manager Pat O'Dowd. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. You guys are, you guys are, uh, both looking uh, looking very well. Pat, you uh, 
you've continued your health mission and uh, it's peanut butter. I tell you, you know, it's uh, jumpstart is uh, it's very timely. Yeah. Because uh, the, the products they have out there on Parnell Road, amazing. I go out and I get a shake every once in a while. Yeah. I get the energy drinks, yeah. the healthy energy drinks. So, jumpstart uh, nutrition definitely helped. I like that. Good for sure. Yeah. Is that a segue? Or that's, is a that, cool, that's a beautiful just segment. a name drop or uh, I don't know what it is in the media world but <laughs> between the two of you lost a lot of weight yeah I lost a lot I lost 15 pounds I'm down right now but I'm continuing yeah I'm getting down to 250 like it I'm a little worried right now though because uh, <laughs> peanut butter peanut call. butter's out of the market so I that's was my ask, secret sauce I was gonna peanut ask, butter. Jeff uh, crunchy peanut butter I uh I don't know if you had a problem of course I looked at ours and tch, had to throw mine out. No. I'm wondering how much of it you ate. I go through two of the big jars a week. Two of them. Really? A week now. Best That's peanut butter. That's all I eat. No. And I think Cozy. the salmonella helped me lose some weight. Too. I think it did. <laughs> I think you had some. Oh. Cozy peanut butter from Grand Rapids. Best peanut butter in the world. That's I'll give it a try. my price range. You try it, you'll I'm never guessing. go back. You'll never go back. I'll try it. I'm I did have to go bit. to Skippy. I have Skippy at mm. home, and I, I, nothing against Skippy if they ever want to advertise on JTV. I think it's great, but uh, <laughs> Jif, Jif was phenomenal. Yeah. Hey, I mean, congratulations. New location. Yeah, we're excited. We're Expanding. Excited. Expanding. That's great news. Yeah. So uh, you're going to have a, uh, a satellite office in uh, Albion, a, yep. oh, look at a community that you guys, uh, you, you've been a, a part of for quite a while. You serve a lot of businesses and individuals there. So yeah. this just made sense, Joe? Yeah, we've been part of Albion for 15 years. Uh, a part of now we want to actually get invested in Albion and uh, we put an office satellite office down there uh, Billy Beers has been great to us introducing us to people um, I, I just love Albion and it's, it's growing right now you know the Dobbins are doing big things over there uh, you know dropping uh, put new uh, businesses all Absolutely. down Main Street uh, way TC Festival of Forks I joined the Festival of the Forks committee um, we're really trying to do it big this year awesome yeah, Albion, uh, it's got a lot uh, of growth, mm. uh, some transition at the college, yeah. but things are looking up. Yeah, it, it reminds me of what downtown Jackson was doing about mm -hmm. seven, eight years ago yep. where the idea was to, to build the, the core and get people down and then the economic development would spread out. And I, I really feel like Albion's at that point. You got the Mal Albion Malibu Brewery, you've got the Bone Theater went through the rehab. It's just a, there's that Superior Street Market. I don't know mm -hmm. if either that's of you guys have cool. been there. That's yeah. a really cool, and it's mm -hmm. what, like, I think the grocery store that's coming over to the Lofts on Louis, kind of of that uh, vein. So just a lot of good stuff in Albion. It's yeah, exciting. We see uh, a lot of small towns like ourselves, Albion, I mean, really investing in themselves. And, you know, this is where we live. We want to make ourselves, make it a nice place to live, have all of the assets mm -hmm. that uh, other towns have so we don't have to travel as much so. yeah yeah and joe mentioned billy beers the president of the chamber over there he just hired in uh, he's probably been there six months or so but he's he's phenomenal yeah 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 uh, we've got uh, did you guys win another award uh that was the county commissioner uh welcoming us to albion awesome he likes to welcome new businesses That's to cool. albion great guy yeah i uh i ran into you pat at the uh, jar Expo and we were talking ink prices we were talking yeah. shopping local and you and I had an interesting conversation and um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people that use printers in their car 
No. Yeah. yeah. Did you yeah. know that? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Who was who was that? Uh, I don't home remember. inspections. We probably. were talking. We were home talking about. We were talking about buying local buying and, and local. cost savings, and we were comparing to Costco or something like that. But you guys have, um, you guys make things very very affordable, so you can buy local. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I do believe the conversation you're referring to the gentleman was proud to be, and, and I'm happy for him, proud to be shopping at Costco, and what a great deal he had on his ink and toner and everything to a local ink and toner salesman. <laughs> I was proud of him for shopping for the best deal, but we actually could have beat that price. Yeah, that was Joe, Joe does a phenomenal job of beating the prices of those big retailers and, and price matching. And you know, you got the service. We, we could have delivered those cards. Yeah, I think I for said, free. What's, what, you know, what was he the big savings? He yeah. went to Costco. Yeah, what was the big you savings? Know, we would have so. went to his house, installed it, and. Yeah, so if you I don't know, you, uh, you need to know. And really, there's so many benefits to uh, buying local. And uh, really, I, one of the main reasons I like to buy local is if is the service after the sale. Yeah, absolutely. Well, if we can buy, match the box stores and even Amazon with these OEM cartridges, yeah. why are you going there when you can get them from me? Right. I, I don't understand that aspect. Right. Support local, keep the money here local. Uh, it's just a win-win for everybody. Yeah. The see the, your business support everything in the community mm -hmm. in fact i just saw you a uh, member of the exchange club yeah at the yeah. Uh, memorial day parade yeah and that that again it starts from the top down joe is involved in so many different things he doesn't want it just to be joe sharp involved in the community he wants it to be the whole printer source plus there team so yeah, those are my uh, those are my kids. Landon on the left, Jack in the middle, Annie, and they they were thrilled to be a part of the the parade, and they handed out the flags. And um, again, it, it's just Joe's philosophy of get involved with the community, support the community, and then uh, you know good things happen. So we'll be seeing you guys at the uh, Gus Macker. Will you have a team? Not a team playing, but okay. we will be running the registration. Okay. For them. Yeah, okay. we we threw a team together not to play. But to help. Okay. Yeah. If they do a three-point contest, I would be interested in, in participating. participating. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see if we can. We'll see yeah, if we I, can do that. I can't see Pat O'Dowd not participating in some way. You would just walk, You'd be a walk-on. I, I mean, if, if the men's championship division needed a, a, a <laughs> ringer yeah. to bring in, you know, have you ever seen the movie White Men Can't Jump with Woody Harrelson? Yes. Looks like a dork, but he dominates. It's kind of me and my basketball. <laughs> I look like I do not have any athletic ability, but, but when do. I step on the court, game's over. Okay, you hear that? So if anyone's looking to uh, pick up anyone in the Masters division, Pat is available. Masters division. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's older people. Oh, well, I, I fit that as well. So. Well, congratulations on your uh, new location. Is it open now? Yes. Yep, Pat's heading over there right after we get done here. Yep, so it's just a sales office and a touch base for our uh, techs. We have so many customers out in Albion, but uh, like we said, eventually we'd like to see a retail store front open up and... Uh, you know, it's a place where people can come in for printer and co uh, copier con consultations and just uh, just a way for uh, us to give back to Albion a little bit and invest in uh, downtown Albion. And Plus, it's across the street from the bakery. Too yeah. convenient. Yeah. It, it is. And uh, the word is, uh, what is butter. it? They're peanut butter. They have a peanut butter donut that apparently people literally line up for before they open. It's really? that good. And there's only certain times it's available, so they line up before it opens, and then they're <laughs> gone. So if you're not in the know or if you're not early, you don't 
So there's people out in Albion that have never experienced we this peanut butter. We haven't experienced it yet. We, I'm not going to. Oh, but I forget. Thank I'll you guys. You uh, appreciate you guys being here. Yeah, Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for everything you guys do. Yeah, yeah you guys as well. You. Look forward to uh, seeing you out and about this summer at uh, all the community events from Printer Source Plus Pat O'Dowd alongside Joe Sharp. We'll be right back after this. Thank you for listening to this JTV podcast. If your company or organization would like to advertise on a future podcast episode, please contact Molly McClure at viewermail at jtv.tv. JTV, news that brings Jackson together. Welcome back to the morning show. You know um, how one company is dealing with the staffing shortages? Not enough people working. Yeah. Dollar General. No more cashiers. That's their plan. They're moving toward mm. um, cashierless uh, checkout. Their plan is to have self-checkout units at its, as its sole payment method in at least 200 of its uh, stores and by year's end in 11,000 stores. I ran into this uh, in Metro Detroit over the weekend. I ran into the, a CVS before a wedding. Oh. There was one worker stocking shelves, looked at me. I was up at the front, looked at me again. I said, can you check me out? She said, you know we have self-checkout. I said, oh, I did not. I'm not <laughs> from the area. So she checked me out. So I almost just, I don't know, I, I almost just walked out with it. But um, yeah, it's odd, odd going to stores that you're normally used to seeing a cashier and having a human interaction with and then not. So mm. I guess that's the way of the future. Yeah. The. Uh Registers at CVS are just for show. Who's on the show tomorrow? Tomorrow we have Dr. <laughs> Matthew Badke, and we'll also have Ben Jones along with Kayla Cornell from U.S. Staffing, and then we'll also be joined by Director of Golf at Cascades, Bill Fishmeister. Later today, Kristen Pluta, Laura Marks, Olivia Steele, Adrian Earl, Dan Pickle, Rachel Buchanan, and Julie Johnson. And don't forget, later today on JTV, the Selby Track and Field Classic, 7 p.m. today, Thursday and Friday on JTV Sports. Thanks for watching. We'll see you this afternoon.